Adam and Eve is not giving you 10% off and not 20% off or even 40%. Your discount is even bigger. AdamandEve.com is giving you a whopping 50% off. But why stop there? In addition to 50% off, you also get 10 free gifts. That includes a racy item for him, a sensuous toy for her, and something we know you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, and even blow you away. And best of all... Free shipping. Always delivered in discreet packaging. So rethink your bedroom routine. Go to adamandeve.com and enter the station's exclusive code at checkout. Miller. And get, you know the discount, 50% off almost any item and 10 tantalizing free gifts. That's Miller. Again, Miller. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Well, they can't all be. Hi, Frank. Good morning. <laughs> Uh-oh. I can't oh. hear Frank. Oh, no. Uh-oh. My okay. life is a bitter empty hell. Oh, Hang no. on, Frank. Hang on. Oh, my God. This is really... This is the Mondayest of all Mondays. It, it really is. Really? Yeah. At Did least, I mention... At, at least we're not going to have a Monday next Monday. That's right. Well, that's right. We have off Memorial <laughs> that's right. Day. Right. NBC National Security Analyst and host of the Bureau. Here he is. Frank. Good morning. Second time's a charm. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> um, Frank, a lot, a lot, a lot of bombshells, right? And, uh, I don't know which is the most significant legally, but I often think of you because I'll see a story and I'll be like, wouldn't you or I be getting a visit from the FBI over this? Um, what, what is most significant? Let, let's talk about Ginny Thomas because that's obviously a big story, right? I mean, uh, this is a, who tweeted this. Are you kidding me Ginny thomas pressed arizona lawmakers to reverse the 2020 election by installing a clean slate of electors uh being subpoenaed Ginny thomas should go to jail what what is your take on this because i is the argument that it's just rude to subpoena a supreme court justice's wife what what is the legal argument um there is no legal argument precluding the select committee or for that matter the sitting grand jury um in the district of columbia from subpoenaing the Supreme Court's wife. And I, I've got to tell you, while I know we're all focused on on Ginny mm-hmm. and her shenanigans, uh, which now have turned likely I- illegal, um, and the discovery, by the way, that Clarence is the godfather of the Arizona yes. uh, official that uh, Ginny was trying to persuade, um, I'm focused squarely on Clarence himself. Uh, yeah. There is no greater argument yet, although maybe this week we'll even get a greater one yeah. that supreme court justice thomas absolutely needs to recuse himself there is no yeah. if and or buts and the chief justice roberts needs to sit him down and tell him you're out of anything that touches 
the January 6th or Trump. Yeah, I well, um, someone else tweeted, it's now a good time to remind everyone that several of the country's most respected legal scholars say Clarence Thomas should resign over his wife's extensive collusion in trying to overturn the 2020 election. Um, here's the good news. The January 6th committee reportedly has Jenny Thomas's phone records. So talk to us about that, because there had been a story last week that they were kind of backburnering Jenny Thomas with everything else going on. Well, wouldn't this front burner her, Frank? Is yeah, this- yes, yes, indeed. And don't forget, the DOJ has asked for the transcripts of all records and in interviews that uh, the select committee has done. So presumably that would also include the phone records of Ginny Thomas. So uh, at a theater near you, DOJ prosecutors will have access to her phone records. And where does that go from there? Well, for anyone who's studied and assessed uh, the, the network of the, the kind of spider web that develops when you're looking at someone's phone records, uh, inevitably, they're going to involve her husband. And the question mark over all our heads is, as Trump has been bashing the deep state now for five or six years, wouldn't it be something if the deep state actually reached into the Supreme Court and involved the far right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So you also, uh, you commented on the uh, Justice Department requesting transcripts from the January 6th committee. You said this is what we call evidence collection. So what is your take on all that? Because obviously we've heard a million different things about why is J6 going first and are they cooperating with Justice Department? What's happening? What is your take on all that? Yeah, I actually see that. So I see the request as a positive, meaning, of course, the obvious that the, the DOJ is ready to receive this evidence. What, what do I mean by that? A lot of people saying, my God, they're going to have the committee do their work for them. They haven't been doing anything. They've been sitting on their hands. I, I see evidence, as, as Adam Schiff said, I see evidence to the contrary, um, because we know we have a grand jury sitting in D.C. We know they are subpoenaing uh, human beings. Um, Ali Alexander, for example, um, we know that A.G. Garland has said publicly, we will go wherever the facts bring us. As recently as two weeks ago, Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco was at a University of Chicago forum. She was asked about the DOJ strategy, and she said, I mean, this, I caught right onto this. She said, we've got over 800 people indicted, comma, and we're working our way up. That didn't get enough media coverage, in my opinion, when the number two person of justice says we're working our way up. So I think this is timing. I think they're saying to the committee, we are now in a position to receive everything you have and ready, comma, to act on it. Now, I also have no qualms with Benny Thompson saying, yeah, no, yeah, not not right now. You can look at it. Well, he said we're, we're not, not done. Our work product yeah. is not, we're don't, not done yet. So yeah, we're don't, not, yeah. Don't ruin, don't rain on the parade. We're still working this thing. Um, and for those who say, my God, this means there's been no prior communication up till now be- or coordination between the committee and, and DOJ, I say good, because you know what's coming. The allegations that the DOJ is just a lackey for the committee or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently there's been a wall up and we sense that kind of frustration, right? With so Lofgren and Adam Schiff getting really perturbed at DOJ. That's a good thing. It's okay. The timing is right. Okay. All right. Good. Yay. I feel better. Well, you know, I'm a healthy eater and eating better is easy with factors, delicious, ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including calorie smart, protein plus, and keto. And there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today. Get after your goals. Two minute meals 
meals. Fuel up fast with Factors restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Pancakes, smoothies. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. There's no prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat. No prepping, cooking, or cleanup is needed. Flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. Head on over to factormeals.com liberal50 and use that code liberal50 to get 50% off. Once again, the code liberal50 at factormeals.com liberal50 for 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, Frank, you've obviously been all over TV talking about Buffalo. I don't know if you know Buffalo is my hometown. You know, Tops is my supermarket. And, you know, all of us are going to have some connection because, as you know, this is our number one uh, domestic threat is white supremacist terrorism. Um, you, uh, I didn't know some of the things you tweeted about. You said uh, just before the sh- Buffalo shooting, 15 users signed on to this suspect's chat room. Um, it, it, we have a lot to talk about with all this, but let, let's talk about, you just said, what have we become before the Buffalo shooting began? Suspect invited others to review plans on Discord. Is that the what you're talking about? I'm, I'm not as tech savvy as <laughs> some, let's just say. But just talk about that for a minute. The chat yeah, look, we, there's a, as the investigation unravels or, or pro- progresses, we're learning more and more and particularly more about the role of various social media platforms. So we already knew, for example, that the shooter live streamed uh, his attack on Twitch. We know that he's posted his manifesto, so to speak, which I can't stand that word because it elevates someone's ramblings and craziness. Yeah. Uh, I prefer uh, rambling screed. But, but now we learn that he actually went to a platform called Discord. There's a clue as to what that place is about, mm-hmm. where you can go anonymously and invite people into private chat rooms. And, and it's voice, it's a video, it's text. And he uh, allegedly 15 people who received that invitation said, yeah, I'll check this out. And that gave them access to the live stream of the attack, it, all of his writings, all of his manifesto, but even more, his reasoning, his daily habits, and 15 people allegedly sat in there and saw this stuff. Now, we don't know yet whether they reported it, picked up the phone. But, you know, my comment, what have we become? We've become a society that says, hey, come out, come check me out as I ramble about killing people and then actually do it. Yeah. You know, Frank, you reviewed on Twitter because there's so many. Unfortunately, we forget them. But, you know, El Paso was racially motivated. You uh, talked about out here the sheriff and the uh, Orange County church shooting saying it was a politically motivated hate incident. Um, you, I, I'd forgotten. What's his name? Ethan Crumbly. Mm-hmm. You said school shooters mindset. Hopefully my shooting will cause Biden to get impeached. He wanted Joe Biden's uh, impeached records show. Um you know, you wrote a whole piece on this. You said Elon Musk's free speech collides with the reality of online radicalization. And you just said how the Buffalo shooting proves Elon Musk is the wrong person to lead Twitter. And the way you put it, Frank, was perfect. You said Elon's defin- Musk's definition of free speech doesn't come with any responsibility. They don't want free speech. They want speech with no consequence, right, with no responsibility. 
this is the trap that the that the far right wants you to fall into. And let, let me tell you, some of the most vile threats that I received were when that column was posted, um, implying that Elon Musk might not be the right guy to lead uh, Twitter. So why why all those bots, trolls, death threats right right after I write that column? Because every night on Fox News and other far right platforms, you get a steady diet of either either you're for free speech or you're not either either you're for everybody being able to say absolutely anything including that which incites people to kill or you're against free speech so it's personal for me for 25 years i carried a, a gun and a badge and i worked on an oath to protect preserve and defend the constitution i am going to die for your right to free speech but your free speech doesn't mean freedom from responsibility. And so what I said on TV the other day was, if Elon Musk is saying, I'll allow anything that's legal on Twitter, he better go spend a couple of days at the terrorism sections at FBI headquarters and see the radicalization that happens online at the speed of a keystroke, and then come away and tell me that he's gonna allow every single thing that's legal because everything in the goddamn manifesto of the of the Buffalo shooter was pretty much legal, but yet it's all radicalization. Yeah. And it leads to death. Yeah. Well, that's what you said. You said between the lines between free speech, dangerous speech and unlawful speech are blurring at the speed of a keystroke. Um, and you just said uh his, you know, a must cause may excite those who think Twitter's users should be able to tweet whatever they want without the threat of suspension or removal from the platform. But his view with free speech collides with the reality of radicalization. Um, and as you just said, talking about what's legal, I mean, explain this to me. When when the FBI gets involved, for instance, Frank, I mean, Trump was thrown off Twitter because he incited violence that actually occurred on the 6th. So now Musk is saying, oh, I'm going to let him back on Twitter. Well, just this weekend, he retweeted a tweet calling for civil war. Did I, I don't know if you, if you saw this over the weekend. I did see it. Frank, at what point do you get a visit from the FBI? At what point is it fire in a crowded theater? Well, this is this is the dilemma we're facing and why I'm so focused not only on the law enforcement solution, which which is barely there, but rather the social media regulation and the need for the platforms to st- step up and take responsibility because the FBI law enforcement cannot simply be everywhere at every time, nor do we want them to be right. We don't want a George or- Orwell 1984 where literally every conversation you have is being monitored. And so it almost is to the point where, from a lawful perspective, there has to be violence articulated and violence. You you have to be on your way to the the shooting for a prosecutor to say, we've got a a violation, let's get in there. The problem, of course, is you're just cleaning up the wreckage afterwards. So when it comes to known chat rooms that are all about violence, yes, undercover agents, informants can be developed. But you know that from Walmart shooter to Pittsburgh synagogue uh, shooter to the Charleston uh, church shooter, we can't get in there fast enough. And yes, we have to balance free speech with the need for security. But but the the platforms can do it, Stephanie, with algorithms. They do it now. They need to get better at the algorithms that signal generically this person in this place is is saying things that sound like violence. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Well, 
You made a great point in this in one part of your piece. You said it almost doesn't matter whether Musk knowingly intends to turn Twitter into an even more harmful platform for rat, rapid rat, radicalization, or as some believe he's perilously, perilously naive to the threat and uh, uh, oblivious to the gray area between benign speech and clear violations of law, such as direct threats of violence or threats to life. Musk's definition of free speech doesn't come with any responsibility. That makes him the wrong person to lead a social media platform. I mean, particularly... Now, like, I feel like we've been getting this warning for years, haven't we? That domestic terrorism is our, that violent right-wing white supremacist terrorism is our number one threat. And it's just, go ahead, yeah. It's not going, it's not going to get better soon. Look, where, where did uh, CPAC hold their, their conference over the weekend? In Hungary. (laughs) Why did they choose Hungary? They are headed toward authoritarianism and racism uh, Trump actually spoke on the same stage that an invited known neo-Nazi racist was invited to speak at CPAC, um, who has spouted vile, vile hatred toward blacks and Jews. This is our Republican Party right now. So if you think it's going to get better without regulation of social media, you're you're wrong. And so Tucker Carlson every night on television saying free speech, free speech, I can say whatever I want. Um, is ex- that's a deliberate attempt to to hurt people, in my opinion. He's just asking questions, Frank. <laughs> yeah, entertainment. I mean, I, yeah, but you pointed it out on Twitter. House passes legislation aimed at curbing domestic terrorism in the wake of Buffalo. You just said one Republican voted for it. That's the problem. We have one party because it, 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 this is their base that will not admit it, not admit we well, have well, a problem, I mean, not do anything about it. Mm-hmm. If you thought I was worked up this morning, I'm now even more worked up because you've mentioned this sham domestic terrorism thing that, that happened at, in the House. Um, understand something. The, here's what this regulation says. The FBI shall open a domestic terrorism uh, office and so should DOJ, and they should collect data and tell us how bad it is. Um, the FBI and DOJ already have domestic terrorism units. They don't need any more. Um, they already do reports. This is sham window dressing. And by the way, it still won't get through the Senate. So yeah. we still have, here's my drumbeat, we still don't have a domestic terrorism law. We still haven't made domestic terrorism illegal in the United States. Right. Um, finally, just a glimmer of hope. Let's end on this. You said, uh, you explained uh, last week's report of a grand jury investigating 15 boxes of classified documents at Mar-a-Lago, maybe more than you think. Um, I remember when that seemed like that was a big deal of some sort dealing yes. not just classified but top secret classified material what's going to happen with that frank yeah so we have we have a separate grand jury sitting uh to figure out what happened with those boxes that ended up at mar-a-lago and yeah. and here's why that's important um a lot of people even pundits i work with on on uh, television saying hey this is just a damage assessment they're just trying to figure out what happened with this with the documents and no a grand jury is convened when there's reason to believe that a crime may have been committed it's not a a damage assessment or an administrative exercise so what could happen here we're going to find out why those documents, why those specific documents. And you know what the New York Times has reported already? Before they left the White House, do you know what part of the White House those documents were sitting in? The residence. Right. So why are 15 boxes of documents, including top secret, sitting in the residence? How is Trump going to claim that's an, a clerical mistake or a packing mistake? Thank you. Yeah. So yeah. I think here, here's a hunch. I think there was method to the madness. I I don't think those are 15 boxes of random documents. I think they're selected documents 
And I think it's possible, and this grand jury could determine, that they had personal or professional value to Trump or his family. Oh, my God. That's the next thing we're going to find, because he sold them to somebody. <laughs> okay. I remember when, uh, I don't know, there was some lady at maybe IT practice where she missed a couple of small C classified things inadvertently by mistake. And then that would be deliberately stealing 15 boxes of tops. <laughs> Right. <laughs> ah, that's funny. Okay. Funny and ah, we're almost in fascist autocracy. Kind of funny. Thank you, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. Anytime, Stephanie. <laughs> Always a pleasure.